0: We've got the Thai government debating alcohol advertising and sales hours. Taxing the only inpatient being treated at the police hospital. Panya sites have high lithium content and lots and lots of Phuket and Pattaya news and nonsense today. But before we get into all those stories, I'm Kira Mack and welcome back to the Thai Expat daily show now don't forget to hit that like subscribe and that notification bell so that youtube will let you know when the next podcast live stream is on air if you like listening to us on a podcast player there's a link down below in that description that will bring you to a website which will show you a vast array of podcast players and finally if you like the show if you want to support the show the easiest way to do so is to buy a channel membership the link is down below in the description and it is a hundred baht a month but now that that's all done and does it let's jump into those top stories today and the first story as we said is all about the thai government debating alcohol advertising and sales hours here in the country now on january 10th mr lim Chatakorn, bangkok mp for the move forward party proposed reconsideration of a stricter alcohol control bill regarding advertising alcoholic products during a recent parliamentary meeting there were three drafts of the Alcoholic Beverage Control Act being debated, including two drafts from the public sector and a draft by Mr. Lim Korn, Bangkok MP from the Move Forward Party. The first draft titled Article 32, on an advertising and supported by various anti-alcoholic groups would strengthen current rules and amend the law to completely prohibit the use of logos resembling alcoholic beverage logos on soft drinks, water and other beverages. This means that advertising for certain brands of non-alcoholic beverages such as soda and water with logos resembling alcoholic beverages would be considered a violation. An example where the, bill, uh, where the bill to pass will be Chang or Sing, etc., couldn't use the same logo used for alcoholic pr- uh, products on non-alcoholic products to advertise or sponsor events. Now, the MP suggested an alternative in the second draft, allowing advertising, but within reason, aiming to address the concerns of ordinary citizens and individuals who should be allowed to post or advertise beer without facing imprisonment or a fine of 50,000 baht or both just for posting a beer picture on social media the current fine for advertising alcoholic products by ordinary individuals is more expensive than the fine for drinking and driving remarked the mp he also pointed out that if the alcohol market such as craft beer is further opened as proposals are in process how any of the small startups could tell legal adult customers about their products if they were not allowed to even make a single post about it. Now, the MP also proposed in the second draft to lift the ban on selling alcohol during certain periods in Thailand. In some countries, limiting selling alcohol is not related to controlling alcohol beverage. It results in increased consumption and drunkenness, said, M- said the MP. As an example, this would they would drop the highly unpopular 2 to 5 p.m. ban on selling alcohol here in the country. However, it was not mentioned during the parliamentary meeting regarding any potential of lifting the ban or on selling alcohol on religious holidays, noted uh, Time News Media. After allowing members of parliament to express their opinions, the majority agreed to loosen the strictness of alcoholic beverage controls. The meeting Agreed with 257 in favour, 156 against and 7 abstentions, deciding to send the Draft Alcohol Control Act back to the Cabinet for further consideration within 60 days before presenting it for another parliamentary vote. Although the draft is still in proposal status, this is a good sign for those who hope advertising rules for alcohol will be loosened and certain times banning the sale of alcohol will be lifted. So it does look like the parliament and the government are looking at relaxing the advertising of alcohol here in the country and also the strange hours where you can't buy alcohol here as well i think it's probably a good thing and i think the mp makes a good point in relation to let's say craft beer companies that are startups how do they even get a foothold into the market if you're not even allowed to advertise so it certainly favors the big boys of chang and sing and to the lesser extent leo but uh, one of the things he also talked about is banning these countries using their labels When advertising, I don't know if you ever watch football on TV here, you'll often see Leo advertising sparkling water using their beer logo, and that kind of seems to be what they all do to get around the no advertising of alcohol on television and on the local media so yeah it's a way around it but they want to clamp this out as well but i do think that there needs to be an opportunity for you know local distillers of alcohol and beers to be given the opportunity to put their brand out there and the only way they can do that is by advertising at least you know partially also i think the 2 to 5 p.m uh, blackout and alcohol is a little silly I, I still don't get the reason behind that it certainly doesn't stop people or limit the drinking during the daytime and i'm not i'm not 100 sure what that was all about but if you do think the rules should be relaxed i'd love to know all about it in the comment section down below and moving along taxon the only inpatient inmate being treated at police hospital and there's no real surprise here. Now convicted former Prime Minister Taksin Shinawatra is the only impatient from prison being treated at the Police General Hospital, a House Committee chairman who visited the place said on Friday. Democrat MP Chaychana Dek Dako, who heads the House of Representatives Committee on Police Affairs, told reporters after his visit that the Department of Corrections has the duty to clear widespread doubts about whether Taksim was staying at this hospital or not. Chaychana refused to answer a question about whether he believed the ex-premier was still recovering there. You have to ask the Department of Corrections. It's the duty of the Department of Corrections to confirm it. I can't answer that. I saw only officials working there, the politicians said. He told reporters that on the 14th floor of the hospital building, where Taksin is reportedly staying, he saw eight officials on duty. Three of them are officers from the Patum Wan Police Station, which has jurisdiction over the premises, three special branch police officers, and two officials from the Department of Corrections, according to the MP. He also said he had learned that teams of officials took turns in 24-hour shifts, They are required to report to their respective supervisors through the line chat application every two hours. Now, according to him, the hospital rooms where prison inmates stayed were left unlocked, allowing the guarding officer to enter at any time. Chaychana and other committee members were allowed an educational tour of the hospital on Friday when they were briefed about the treatment of inmates sent from prisons. I learned that Taxon Shinawatra is the only inmate who is an inpatient at this hospital. Others do not stay overnight here, he said. He also said that his committee did their part to visit the hospital and to find, try, tried to find out if Taxon was staying there. But he added that the panel also had to abide by the relevant laws, such as Personal Data Protection Act. Relevant authorities have refused to disclose details about Taxon's treatment at the hospital, citing his legal rights and the need to protect his privacy. Nai Chachana said on Friday that his committee had asked for certain documents and information from the Department of Corrections regarding Taxon's case, such as his treatment report and record of his hospital stay. If we don't get these documents within this month, we will remind the agency again, he added. Well, That'll do it. The House Committee Chairman also said that he had learned from a senior doctor at the hospital, Police Major General Samarat, that all security cameras at the building where Taksin is reportedly staying have been out of service for over a year. They have they have not been replaced due to a shortage of the budget, he added. Chaichana asked Prime Minister Sreta Tavassin, who oversees the Royal Thai police, to look into this matter. He added that it would require two to five million baht to replace the broken security camera system in the building. Taksin, who is regarded as the patriarch of the Pu Thai Party, was sent to Bangkok Raman prison to the police general hospital in the early hours of August 23rd, less than 24 hours after he returned to Thailand to face imprisonment for corruption following 15 years of self-imposed exile overseas. His long stay at the hospital has aroused suspicion about the seriousness of his illness while triggering allegations that he is enjoying VIP treatment from the relevant authorities. Some critics even claim that Taxon is no longer staying at the hospital. So I guess the plot thickens in this case at the moment. So the MPs and the committee headed to police hospital and their plan was to get an overview and see what's going on there in essence. Now, the main reason was they want to know whether or not Texan Shinawatra is there. That is the main reason they went there. Now, it has also been reported in other publications that the MP spoke with the head nurse on the 14th floor and he asked her, has he seen her? To which she replied, no, she hasn't. But some of her colleagues have been dealing with him and they take it in turns to look after him. Um, I, I find that very bizarre that the head nurse, the head nurse of the, of the ward, has never seen the man. Now, something is wrong there. Now, if Taxan wanted to put an end to all this, he simply would have invited one of the MPs to say hello, a quick stick the head in the door and wave. But no, that wasn't done, of course. And uh, isn't it very convenient that the CCTV system in a police hospital. Now, a police hospital where inmates apparently go is not working. Out of order. I mean, if you want to create a conspiracy, if you want people to think that there's something just wrong in all of this, they are going about it the correct way. And I suppose what he's saying is, well, if you have CCTV working, maybe you can show me him being wheeled around, something like that, can I have a look? absolutely not sorry it's broken and uh, yes we can't divulge any information about him because of the uh, data protection act this has to be the first time in thailand's history that the data protection Act has been used to uh, i mean protect somebody we all know in thailand that as soon as you give your information over to anyone whether it be a, a a private business or even government offices it seems to easily get shared amongst people but for Taxon, it's okay. Now, look, I have nothing against Taxon. I know many people like him. But I do think this sets a terrible precedent. And it sends, sends a terrible message that there is certainly one rule for him and another rule for everybody else. And as the article also goes on to say, no other patients are in this place from, from the Bangkok Remand Prison. I also read another article that said, you know, if he goes to prison, his life will be in danger. That happens to many, many people. Their lives are in danger when they go to prison. Prison is not meant to be some easy life with a VIP uh, stay there. You know, it's not a it's not a five star luxury hotel you're going to. You're doing the time for the crimes that you've committed and have been found guilty for. Whether you believe he was guilty either, though, I've looked at some of them and I do think he probably was convicted correctly at least in one or two of the cases. So. With all this said and done, what do you really think about this story? Where do you think he is? Do you think he's really there in that hospital? Do you think he's at his home somewhere, sunning it out and having a great time? The deal seems to have been done for him to come back. I'd love to know what you think about that down below in that comment section. And moving along, Panya site have high lithium content, the beautiful province of Panya. Two major lithium deposits in Pania are confirmed by a Thai geochemistry expert to have a higher content of lithium than many other key deposits in the world. This conclusion supports the government's ambitious plan to make Thailand a hub for producing electric vehicles and parts. Associate Professor Alangat Fanka, a petrology and geochemistry expert at Chulalongkorn University, said that the lithium sites in the southern province are two of the world's most abundant deposits in terms of lithium-bearing minerals. The average lithium content found in Pana is about 0.4%, which is considered better than counterparts found in other parts of the world, he said. Now, the professor said lithium deposits come from the crystallization of magma on the Earth's crust and are related to granite, commonly found in the south. He added that the lithium deposits in Pana are also associated with tin deposits in the area. His findings backs the statement made by, made by the Ministry of Industry that Thailand's lithium deposits have good potential to serve the government's plan of making the country a hub to make electric vehicles and parts. Previously on January 3rd, the acting Deputy Director General of the Department of Primary Industries and Mines said the department had granted a license for lithium exploration in three sites in Takwatung district of Panya. In one exploration site called Runkiet, At least 14.8 million tons of lithium, that's with 0.45% lithium oxide, were found in another exploration site called Bang Itu. An estimation of the lithium volume was in progress, according to the deputy director. Now, if granted a lithium mining license, the Runkiat site alone would be able to serve at least 1 million electric vehicles that use a 50 kilowatt lithium battery, he noted. As the government is trying to attract new, EV manufacturers to come and build their production bases in Thailand. Plenty of lithium source will help make the government's bid highly likely to be successful, he added. Now, Mr. Atitad said that the department is speeding up the process for lithium exploration and is looking forward to granting new lithium mining licenses as soon as possible. And moving along to some Phuket news, one championship fighter Amnon dies in Phuket crash. Police have confirmed that a one championship Muay Thai fighter Farir Amnanapur has passed away following a motorbike accident in Phuket on January 11. The accident took place on the Shillong underpass. Now, it appears he suffered severe head trauma before passing away. And firstly, on that, rest in peace to the gentleman and condolences to his family. It is an absolute tragedy. I do note from the report that he had no helmet on him. And whether or not people know the Shillong underpass or any of the underpasses in Phuket, Again, motorbikes are not meant to be under there and they're not designed for motorbikes to go under. And this comes back again to law enforcement on the island, in the country. If you're not allowed to be doing something and the police know that it's happening, then they also have a responsibility to start getting off their ass and ensuring that it stops but as we know here it doesn't now another tragic story an american long-term expat has been killed in a trick truck hit and run now a 60-year-old american man who worked for a well-known local hotel at the north end of the island was killed when he was crushed by a truck on tep Crested tree road uh, on january 11th as well now the name of the person is mr ludwig was discovered dead at the corner of an alley near a old colored suzuki motorcycle so a forensic doctor was sent to perform the op- or- autopsy now the person who did the hit and run um has been caught basically caught he surrendered i think just before he got caught and very very unfortunate incident again and just highlights the tragedy and the dangerousness of riding motorbikes here in thailand and this is an expat pat who's been here 10 years so probably well versed with being on a motorbike but again it doesn't matter how experienced you are, these roads are killers here. And finally, Patong motorbike taxi driver stabbed to death in a fight. A fight between two motorbike taxi drivers in Patong has left one dead and the other taking himself to hospital for a stab wound to his leg. And the carnage, as always, between taxi driver continue here in the province of Phuket. And finally, some Patia news. Patia ranks 7th globally in top emerging destinations list for 2024. The coastal city of Patia has made a splash on the travel scene, earning the 7th spot in TripAdvisor's prestigious ranking of the top emerging destinations worldwide for 2024. So well done to Patia. Uh, A British and a Russian motorcyclist collide in Patia. British and Russian tourists accidentally crash their motorbikes into each other. And Kau Tamnak 5 in Pattaya on Thursday evening. Another accident yet again on motorbikes. And finally, Pattaya police chief visits the shot journalist. Now, a Pattaya police chief, uh, Colonel Nawin, visited local journalist, Natapat Bunchari 28, at his residence today to check on his recovery following a shooting attack. what known by his nickname Ing was shot in the face earlier on December 13th near an entertainment venue in Pattaya in what P- Pattaya police initially described as a road rage incident and hopefully this gentleman does heal and get better. And that is it for today. Folks, hope you enjoyed the show, hope you enjoyed the content. As always, we'll be back in the next day or two. We'll probably have a live stream or two this week as well. So we we'll get to chat live with our very wonderful subscribers here to the Thai Expat Daily Show. But anyway, that's it. I'm Kieran Mack. Thank you again for tuning in and have a great day. Stay safe. And as always, see you soon.